Meanwhile, at Manage Comics, coming to you from a secret underground lair, these dedicated heroes discuss the business of comics, industry news, comic book retail issues, and the latest developments from Manage Comics. They are promoters of comics, champions of small business, and four-color heroes. They are the Manage Comics team. Hey folks, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Thursday, November 2nd, 2023, and I'm Brian, and this is, I don't need these headphones, <laughs> the Managed Comics Rebirth. I was actually listening to all the music as it was playing, and I forgot to take them off. Um, it's funny, because as I was sitting there listening to that great introduction, I realized that that's the old introduction that has my voiceover, and I actually have a way better new introduction I'll have to get so uh yeah welcome i see a ton of friendly faces and and a ton of people that uh i've never seen before as well so it's great to see uh everyone yeah i i am a super scroll and that's what we're gonna find out um let's just jump right into it because it's gonna be a fun day and i want to you know me i like trying to keep things tight under an hour but we've got two exciting presentations that are going to be like five minutes and 15, 20 minutes. I literally just finished editing things 30 minutes ago. So we will see how it goes. And I'm sure as I watch it, I'm going to cringe and say, oh, I forgot to uh, edit that little piece out. Well, yesterday was our eighth birthday. Eight years old. We're still a baby. We launched all to all new comics on November 1st, 2015. So we did two months of beta testing before that. I think it, we probably had everything ready to go in September of 2015. But then we did a couple months of beta testing with some uh, all new comics users. We did two years of tweaks with just one store before we finally launched. Uh, and we launched at all of our other stores in January, 2017. Um, gosh, I, I think the first store we had was called Uncanny Comics out of Florida. They unfortunately closed about two years later. Um, and then there was AJ's comics in, they were in, um, oh, the home of ESPN, um, Connecticut. Uh, so they were in Connecticut and they just closed, uh, kind of last year, Pete, the owner retired and, uh, sold the business to another person. So yeah, they were, they were with us for quite some time. Um, but yeah, we still got, I think 32 stores on managed comics classic variety of reasons for those stores to be on classic still um there's still some managed comics 2 stuff that we need to complete in order to get those hooks off we kept on doing development until probably mid to late 2020 we haven't really done a lot of development since then on classic but uh you know in 2020 when we reassessed everything the industry changed we had multi-distributors we had to quickly pivot and help stores get online to stay open we quickly built a data store to simplify our data because we had three distributors. If you'll remember, there was Diamond and then we had uh, UCS and Lunar came on board. So we had to be able to um, kind of merge all that data together because even then um, the UK still had Diamond and we were trying to figure out kind of how to keep everything together. So yeah, we added all that stuff to Classic and then started thinking about the future and we decided to work with Shopify due to its open API and robust marketplace. And if you think back to 2020, Shopify was a shell of what it is today. They had literally just announced their point of sale and it was pretty terrible at the beginning. It was basically just kind of a box. Um, like it was, it was an iOS thing and it didn't really do a lot, um, but they had such a robust marketplace and nobody else that was doing e-commerce at the time had a marketplace like that. Um, so we launched Managed Comics 2 subscriptions, and it was probably one of the most frustrating things uh, of my life. Um, it took us close to two months of back and forth with Shopify to get a whole bunch of things approved. Um, their app approval process at the time was very, very stringent. It's a lot less stringent now, 
but it's still really tough to get through uh, the app approval process. And if you have your own point of sale, as we'll talk about later, um, you you won't get approved. So, and they do constant approval checks on us. Like we get emails all the time saying, you know, you have to change this in your setup documentation because we've noticed that this has changed. So yeah, when we launched in January 22, um, we had already been kind of beta testing since August uh, of that year with a few stores. Uh, we added in that first year cloning emails, more distributors, better imports. There was just so much. And then we added the order helper a year ago in October of 2022. And there's been just literally a metric button of, uh, of improvements in just over two years. Uh, but let's talk about what Managed Comics is today. And to do that, I've prepared a little video that's going to go through. So we are Managed Comics, and Managed Comics, we say, is a better way to sell comics. We're built on one of the most popular e-commerce solutions on the internet, Shopify. We're the only comic subscription solution that's available within the Shopify App Store. We are simple subscription management. We offer an easy to use interface for your customers and intuitive retailer tools that just make sense. Let's talk about Bob's Comics. So Bob's Comics is our new kind of demo store that we've built. Bob has a busy store, but managing comics and subscriptions are easy for Bob, thanks to Managed Comics. Now Bob has a Shopify website and he uses the Shopify point of sale at the register. Bob's efficient, he's successful, and Bob looks good because of Managed Comics. For Bob, check-ins and ordering are a breeze. You always know what you're going to get with Managed Comics. You can check in with any distributor's invoice. You can create initial orders and FOCs for any distributor. Bob's customers also love Managed Comics. Bob used to manually update every single customer list by hand. With Managed Comics, customers manage their own list. Bob gets notified when his customer adds something to their list and he can update his orders quickly. Bob's customers stay on his website. Bob is building equity in his own brand, not another company's brand. That's because Managed Comics is built right into Bob's website. Bob owns all of his customers' information because they're part of his Shopify site. Bob's stock is synchronized in real time between online and offline thanks to the connection between Shopify's web and Shopify's point of sale. Transformers number one on his website links directly to the subscribe to series page. And you can say goodbye to data hassles with Managed Comics because Managed Comics handles all the product data so you don't have to. Data is uploaded multiple times per week and you can add hundreds of new comics every week in seconds. Don't believe us, over 180 stores are using Managed Comics Managed Comics is loved by both retailers and customers. Managed Comics customers will buy more comics through you. And Managed Comics has more than a dozen five-star reviews on the Shopify app store. Reviews like, I was very hesitant to move my site into Shopify so I could start using Managed Comics. But now that it's all done, I can tell you I cannot imagine going back. Almost instantly, I saw customers add more books to their subscriptions. And weekly tasks have become much quicker to accomplish. That's from Robert Quinn of Hill City Comics. Lee Heidel of Neighborhood Comics, meanwhile, says, Managed Comics makes our job as comic book retailers easier. Full stop. Its integration with Shopify means that we can have a best-of-breed e-commerce experience and empower existing and new customers to manage their subscriptions themselves. Brian and his team are responsive, courteous, and dedicated to the platform and the direct market. Highly recommended. How do we get such great rankings? Ludicrous levels of help. Everything we do is documented in easy to understand plain language. Our help site will guide you through the hardest problems. However, Managed Comics is simple and just makes sense. You can see our help files online at help.managedcomics.com. Or if you get stuck, just email help at managedcomics.com and we answer quickly. The Managed Comics community is also there to help you. The Managed Comics community is where store owners help each other with challenges. Questions about managed comics, retail challenges, even surprises within the distributor listings and the product listings 
are all handled within our Facebook community. We also believe in radical transparency. We build our system with our shop owners. We regularly survey our store owners. We adjust our roadmaps according to what's important to stores and we add important features for new markets. You can see our change logs, our roadmap, and our feature requests all online at roadmap.managecomics.com. We also are firmly committed to helping make the data better for the entire industry. We work with distributors, publishers, and retailers. Stores will alert us when problems arise. We inform distributors when data is bad. We're constantly working on making our own data better. and. We also co-lead the Data Formats and Standards Group in the Comics Pro Metadata Initiative. How do you get started? It's real simple. If you already have a Shopify store, just go to Apps and search for Manage Comics Subscriptions. You'll find it. It's built right into Shopify. It integrates with the Shopify online store, and it takes less than eight minutes to install. That's going to do it for our quick introduction to Manage Comics. If you have more questions about Manage Comics, Check out info.managecomics today or check out our videos on YouTube at youtube.com at managecomics. And I hope to see you in the funny pages. That was just too cheesy. I can't believe I actually said that. And I apologize to everyone involved. Um, okay. So yeah, that's a little bit about what Manage Comics is. Um, we've revamped everything. So we have a new website, which we'll be launching later tonight. I was going to launch it today, but I just want to give it one last pass over. Um, we've refreshed it with new branding. We're focused on the perfect comic shop download. And Craig, my business partner, has done these cute little hand-drawn elements that you'll see everywhere. You know what? Why don't we talk a little bit? to Craig about what he did. Um, I'm also going to say you guys can ask questions about Manage Comics um, in the chat and we will answer them live like this question, does Order Helper work with Binder Pause or only Shopify POS? Unfortunately, the Order, order Helper will only work with the Shopify point of sale. Um, we had been trying to work with Binder Pause for two years on getting an endpoint from them, but we were unequivocally told recently that that will not be happening. So uh, unfortunately, um, we work as much with binder pause as we can. I would love to integrate more with binder pause, um, but it's not part of their roadmap and it's not uh, you know, a priority for them anymore. Uh, since the new ownership has taken over, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I would happily work with them. Uh, in the meantime, why don't we listen to Craig and I talking about what went into this whole reboot? And by the way, it's not just some pretty pictures. There's a whole lot going on behind the scenes that we're going to talk about today as well. Hey there, it's Brian. And I want to talk to you a little bit about our new branding and what's kind of gone into it. And here to join me in this great branding conversation is my partner, Craig Oliphant. Craig, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you, sir? Pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Let's uh, let's chat a little bit about um, the things that we've done with our, our branding and our visuals. So starting back in 2015, when I first started this, the original thing I launched, I literally grabbed some clip art of a domino mask, which is like Zorro's mask. And then I made a example shop and I used this like little robot for the example shop and I loved them. He was just clip art that I had like, bought from somewhere. Um, in 2020, when all of the badness happened in comics, I remember you and I sat down. So it would have been March just as the pandemic was going on. And you were saying, I think this might be a big deal. I think you told me like in December, I think this might be a big deal. You said something interesting to me at one point where it was like we were really heavily focused on marketing for other companies. And you were like, what if we treated ourselves like a client? So instead of us making a bunch of money for somebody else, we would actually focus that same effort on making our own product profitable. So that's what we did. And 
we decided one of the things we were going to do is um, revamp our product and, and like rebuild it. So we started kind of fooling around with little white robot guys that were more more Apple inspired, more like i iPod inspired. And that's when we settled on the little guy that became our managed comics mascot. We were going for something professional and polished. What was, what was the idea behind this thing? I think we just wanted to, you know, we wanted to minimalize a little bit. Um, you know, we wanted to stay corporate, but also try friendly. So like the cloud motif, the bright button, you know, we slimmed down the number of pages and in words. So, and we really wanted to look like professional business, which we are, but I mean, have the, the sort of the, uh, storefront look that we're much bigger than maybe we are. I think originally we had like six different designs of the robot guy. And we kind of made a few extras, but there's only so much you can do with this guy. He's so stiff. So it seems like we're sort of a, like edging towards a faceless organization instead of what we actually are, which is really customer facing. Yeah. You know, like it, you can actually don't do this, but you can actually call Brian up. Um, okay. You can do it. You should do it. Um, you can actually call him up. So and he knows and understands the industry like you could talk stores or you could even talk comic books and but like when you look at the website you just did not get that sort of feel so yeah we uh we wanted to kind of get that across um and the other thing is you know answering tickets all day long isn't particularly satisfying at best you're going to get zero tickets but at worst you have 115 currently 116 tickets in some state of requiring an answer most of them probably 80 percent of them just require me to close them because people have responded with hey thanks and so doing something fun was kind of part of this. Well, that was the other thing I said to you. It's a little bit like we can do anything we want. And on one hand, like, you know, that's like a little bit frightening because, you know, you can fail in many number of ways. But also yeah. we like we're not um, we're we don't we're not forced to stick within branding guidelines. You know, that's like co comic books are meant to be fun. But like when you look at our brand the brand was fun ish um the website was fun ish but i don't really got the get the sense that we were having fun working on it or making it or working even within the the, the business um and so and, and it, i even brought to you some examples and it was like okay so these guys when you look at it it's like you guys care about what you do you care about your product um and i can tell just by looking at it Everything is painstakingly crafted. Um, you put a lot of effort even into small little things. And so, um, yeah, it's like some that part of it was kind of missing a little bit from what we did. You designed this little guy around, I'm wearing him right now, around Comics Pro last year, like around that time. And it changed things from like designed to hand-built, which is what we are, right? Like everything we do is hand-built. We Everything's simple. Like our key concept with managed comics is simple simplicity and fun. Like you said, comics should be fun. So we took that and we kind of rebranded everything. Um, Hand-drawn characters and elements, easy to follow pathways, simplicity, and making our product make sense. And this, this was kind of your brainchild, the whole perfect comic store setup. Tell me a little bit about what this means yeah so i mean like you live in the comics industry and manage comics so you know the ins and outs but me a little bit of an outsider i'm like how does it actually work right how does a good and i'd ask you these questions how does a good um comic store how what does their setup look like what's kind of the standard way of doing things um and so i wanted to map this out uh, and then at the same time, I wanted to do it in a way that was fun and interesting. So we built that drawing by just taking a look at uh, all of the different ways that not just a store, you know, interfaces with different systems and interfaces with sort of customers, no matter where they are, but also how managed comics sort of integrates with each step of it. Um, and then we built it to to you know, be interesting and engaging for someone just to glance at and look at it's fun stuff. Um, 
it's all hand drawn. So I went in and just drew all of it, all those little guys you see, all the trees, all the little things. Um, and then around it, we wrapped around it just sort of what a, a successful comic store looks like in terms of their their back end, how they set up, um, and that whole thing. So, yeah, that's what that is. We built Bob's comics out of this too, and and Bob's comics kind of started as like just a little picture, and then as I looked at it, we kind of incorporated the logo into all the other pi pictures, so that every time that like a customer is interacting with Bob's comics, their Bob's comics logo is there somewhere because. With Manage Comics, we present your branding. It's not about the Manage Comics brand. It's about your branding. So, for example, we rebuilt our long box of comics kind of demo store to be Bob's Comics. And so this all looks like Bob's Comics. And my favorite thing that you said after this was done was like, man, that's just a good looking comic shop. And what's funny is like any Shopify website could look this good in maybe an hour if you're like not great at Shopify, but this probably took me 15 minutes. Um, the new, the way that Shopify does their branding and everything, all I had to do is change my overall brand colors and then go through and like change them on some different pages. And it took very, very little time to get everything like up and running. Okay, even our subscription pages look so great and took very little effort to make them look this great uh yeah i i man i love shopify <laughs> like i don't i don't want to be a shill for shopify but it's like compared to where it was a year ago to where it is now like it's night and day it's it's changed so much and like the visual um changes and the ability to make your site look super slick this is also a free theme like this is the kind of theme that a year ago I would have paid $350 for, but this is their base Dawn theme with like some pretty colors and stuff slapped onto it. Um, yeah, it's man, it's so good, you know? So yeah, that, that led us to like the whole story about Bob and Bob's comics and Bob using Shopify, putting his customers in control of their subscriptions the different places where customers interact with uh, managed comics. So like at the park, the guy is updating his subscriptions at home another dude's updating their subscriptions. Um, there's a guy in the line who's buying something off the Shopify store before he walks in, which is literally a use case that we hear about all the time where, you know, a customer will reserve something so that they can come in and get it. Um, we also want to focus a lot more on the things that we're doing behind the scenes. So how we're helping distributors improve their data, what we do to communicate with publishers, because we actually talk to several of the publishers when things are bad, and how we're communicating all these changes to the retailers. So the things that kind of went into it, Craig, you hand drew all these little dudes. I, I think what you're going to see across the website and maybe across social and everything else we do is, you know, along these lines. So we're we're talking like, you know, even the logo. It's yeah. hand-drawn. Uh, it looks like we sat down and made it. Yep, there's some of Brian's versions. We, we just kind of will throw back and forth little drawings of, of guys, too. Like, I mm -hmm. did this guy last week. And and they don't take long. It's a, You know, yeah. he's a simple little dude. So you can crank one out in 10, 15 minutes. I also had and the then, idea that he would talk with emojis. So you can see yeah. some of them there. I love that. Yeah, and uh, and then we went with the bright colors. So... We just did away completely with with um, any of the elements that were, you know, sort of corporate and non-fun. Um, so you'll see these bright blues and greens and everything across, you know, the website and all the things we do. Um, and I think it, I think it now is a good representation, maybe, of what Managed Comics is and where we're going. So you can go on on the website and download this guy. Um, it's fun. I hand drew it. I don't know how many hours it took, but a lot. Brian did all the words and the bubbles and everything. Um, but also there's a bunch of Easter eggs in there. So hidden little fun things that you can find. I don't know how many, but there's a lot. No, when we were going through it earlier, I just realized as I'm looking at it that there's like five that I didn't account for. So when we so, were talking, I said there's probably 15. There's probably closer to 20. Yeah, there's more. There's maybe even more. 
we've updated our website. Uh, it will continue to evolve as we add some more of the new photos. Um, we've got new emails and templates. So you should be seeing the new emails out now. You've seen the video template out. Uh, so that stuff is all. That's Brian. There. That's you, by the way, on the right. With, it is. That's me. me hanging out with Geek Fetch and Subscribotron. We're also going to be sending more emails. So we're getting back to monthly emails. We'll talk about what we've talked about recently, what we've worked on. Um, we're getting into a point where we're going to be working on a lot more big projects. So there's a little bit less to talk about, which is why I'm going to do fewer videos. The videos are going to be focused more around like what we've released and how we explain it. And then I'm going to continue. I, I want to get back to a weekly cadence on podcasts and our podcasts may not be you know, 45 minutes, they could be 15, 20 minutes. And they, they're just going to talk about what we're working on or data issues or things that are in the news. Um, I want them to be a little more informal and fun. And I'm always surprised when people say, hey, I listen to your podcast and blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's just a quick little thing that, that we don't want to be a huge commitment. And then regular social media posts. We've got our Instagram, our Twitters, or X or whatever you call it, and Facebook. Um, plus of course the community and I've refreshed the community with kind of the new branding already. And we're going to really focus on showcasing Shopify as a strength. And this is, I think one of the big things that puts us against all the competition and, and is a serious differentiator. Um, our unique value is that we are the only Shopify solution right now. Shopify is a $100 billion company. They are evolving their platform at a light speed pace, like so fast. Um, we're going to focus on the benefits of Shopify. The, it's a modern solution. They've got a point of sale. Their point of sale is improving drastically. They have huge plans for that point of sale. And they're plans that I haven't heard anybody else kind of tackling. I think you should go download Craig's perfect comic store setup right now. Just go click on managecomics.com and Click that download. If you there. have a sign, let us know if you can find all the uh, Easter eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Send us an email, help at managecomics.com with, with all the Easter eggs you've found. There's a couple that you, maybe no one will find. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of them that I know you were surprised that I could figure out. That's true. Because they're so yeah. kind of obscure. But yeah, they're there. Yeah. Craig, thanks so much for going through this stuff with me. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see everybody else on the Managed Comics journey. Take care. All right, friend. All right, we are. Yeah, so we uh, we talked about all that stuff. Um, Check out the Managed Comics journey. So you can go to Managed Comics right now and click on the home, the little link there to the cute little downloady thing. And you'll get our uh, journey guide that just shows you kind of all the stuff that's in that, that picture. The picture that I'm wearing right now, actually, it's a t-shirt as well. Um, and it has links to a lot of our help stuff as well. So if you're just new to Managed Comics, um, it's a good place to start things out. But well, that's missing the word what. What have we been doing at Manage Comics lately? Um, well, we we had our first meeting of the Manage Comics Illuminati. Uh, the Illuminati is not actually a shadowy group of people. It's actually a group of real human beings uh, who represent five different owners and markets and philosophies. Uh, we've got BD Cosmos in Laval, Quebec. We have books with pictures in Eugene, Oregon. We have Challengers Comics and Conversations in Chicago, Illinois. Infinity Flux in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And Neighborhood Comics in Savannah, Georgia. And so we get together uh, once every three months and we talk about the future, you know, what they need, what we need to do more of. Um, you know, I'm always very active in the managed comic community as well. Um, but this is a really great way to get and hands-on input. And as we start building new features, uh, these are the folks that are going to get them kind of bounced off of first. So uh, we've all, I've, I've 
gone through all of the things that I'm about to tell you with them two weeks ago and just kind of, you know, verified that this is stuff that they want. Um, one of the things that we're going to be talking about really, really excited some folks. Uh, and you know, what's great is not every single person in that group has the same business model. Challengers is as different from infinity flux as BD cosmos is from books with pictures. Um, books with pictures is very different than neighborhood comics. They all kind of have a few similar um, traits, like they all sell new comics, for example. But every one of them does it in a very different way. The other thing that has taken up so much time is the Comet Data Standard, which is a new data standard that we have created in conjunction with publishers, distributors, and uh, retailers. Um, POS uh, companies, software developers. It's been such a huge undertaking of so many folks. There were, uh, I know our two groups had around 20 people um, participating in them. That That's just for data formats and data standards, which sounds super, super exciting. Um, but it was, it was really, really cool. And we had our last meeting today. Uh, so we've actually kind of, formalized a standard and now uh, Django Boren from Comics Place in Bellingham, Washington and Comic Shop Assistant uh, is helping me write the final kind of draft of the, the data format and data st standard stuff. And then we'll bring that in with everyone else. Um, really, really inspiring what happened. Uh, it is the first time to my knowledge that the entire industry has had a formal metadata workflow categorization standard for the comics industry that was actually created by the comics industry in a collaborative, consultative manner rather than by fiat or dictation. So previously, distributors would just say, this is what you get. And this was a case where we worked with everyone to make this happen. And I'm, I'm so super proud of it. Uh, I'm so proud of what we've accomplished and I'm excited for kind of the next steps. So what are the next steps? February, 2024, uh, Comics Pro at the Comics Pro uh, event in um, Pittsburgh, I think it is this year. They will be formally announcing and rolling this thing out. Uh, we'll have more details before then. We're working on finalizing the white paper. Uh, we'll finish writing the white paper because our part is such a huge component of it, I think, you know, we'll be able to be 80% done fairly quickly. Uh, and then we'll send it out for review with all the stakeholders. We'll launch it. Um, people will adopt it. We'll revise it. And we're going to continuously improve it. This is a living document that will change over time. And yeah, it's, it's super cool um, to be part of this and, and to have worked with so many companies, uh, Marvel, DC, Diamond, Lunar, Penguin Random House. Just absolutely, you know, just so great. It's so great. You don't see competitors working together like that very often. So it, it was it was really inspiring. Let's talk about the future of managed comics. Um, so as you saw, we are revamping our, our uh, branding. Our goal is to hit 200 stores by the end of this year. Uh, we're growing slowly. We were growing at about five or six stores a month. It's kind of scaled back a little bit. One big problem we've seen is in the last six months, we've lost a lot of stores. Just stores are straight up closing. Um, and it's it's heartbreaking, right? Because when I see a store leave us, I go and creep them on Facebook and creep them on Instagram. And like nine times out of 10, they're gone. Their Facebook is no longer active. They're when you look them up on Google, it says permanently closed. Like that breaks my heart more than losing a customer. I hate to see comic stores close. Um, but, you know, new stores are opening up all the time. And what's interesting is new stores tend to want technology solutions. And we're a fairly easy to implement technology solution that gets them running quickly. Um, we have 153. It's actually 154. I just noticed uh, as I was looking 
10 minutes ago. 154 managed comics, two stores. We have 32 managed comics, classic stores. And our goal is 300 stores. What happens when we hit 300 stores? Big plans, big plans, big celebrations. Um, you know, that's not the end though. When we hit 300 stores, our next goal will be 500. When we hit 500, our goal will be a thousand. But it's, it's kind of bigger than just, you know, 300 stores. We think that we're, the best solution out there and that's why we want to hit 300 stores um we're working right now on international orders uh initial and foc orders for universal and diamond uk it has meant a massive revamp to our database um we have to now geolocate distributors within our uh, geek fetch database we also have to change our publisher settings based on geographic region um, initial orders and FOCs for new distributors will have to be created and updates to certain code to prevent distributor overrides from happening. So, um, for example, introducing Diamond UK DC information doesn't sound that scary, except that information gets updated on initial order and never again. So often their FOC information and stuff is, is off quite a bit. Um, and that can cascade down and infect our lunar data. So we have to do a really good job of like, you know, isolating each distributor's information. Not something we've ever really had to think about before because an FOC was an FOC. Uh, with Diamond and Penguin Random House, sometimes we had to tweak them by a day, but a day is not like a month or two months. Um Right after that, we are working on changes to how managed comics installs and renders. Uh, the Shopify API, the version that we're using um, is end of life as of January. So we have to change, they've changed basically like they call it the app block usage. Um, we have to change the way that we integrate. So right now we kind of write custom code into our system. Uh, we won't do that anymore. We will actually use this, the thing called an app block, which means that you could actually put managed comics in different pages. Um, and we will have an app block for like your homepage, for example, so that you could have your catalog listing on the homepage. There's also going to be an install wizard that will make the process of installing managed comics easier. And we're going to leverage some of the brand settings within Shopify to uh, assign colors and stuff like that. Uh, we will also be implementing comment metadata data in our system. Uh, we have already kind of started doing some of this stuff. And, and by that, I mean, like we've started isolating distributor data from um, what we consider core or publisher data. So we've already started some of this stuff and we'll be doing a lot more of it. Um, and the reason that we have to do the API change is so that we can have access to Shopify's reserved items. This is going to solve so many problems for us, including order helper issues, issues with creating orders, um, reducing API calls during check-in, speeding up the POS order helper, improving our own internal logging so that we know what's happening. Uh, as you can see here, this is a fairly new field. And so if you look at the little image there, it shows that we can actually reserve other uh, um, unavailable inventory. So this inventory then becomes unavailable for purchase. But what's super cool is you can still use unavailable inventory in a draft order. So you can actually create a draft order and send that draft order to a customer and use that unavailable inventory to fulfill it. Uh, and then that unavailable inventory becomes committed and it goes through the whole life cycle of a uh, regular product, which is super exciting. Um, we need to do that in order to address a lot of kind of future stuff as well. So reserved items is one of those things that was kind of a holy grail that just put so many puzzle pieces in, in place for us. It's also going to allow us to do some updates to the POS order helper, helper which will take advantage of some of those efficiencies, uh, moving products to and from the order helper faster, um, being more reliable, having more features. And 
also duplicate products. So what's really interesting about Shopify products that I just found out fairly recently is if you, let's say that you add a variant to a product, um, it changes the Shopify ID for that product. When that Shopify ID changes, Managed Comics loses the connection to that, that product. So if you have a product and you add a second variant to it, let's say you have a product and you add a 9.6 variant to it, suddenly that's a totally different product and Managed Comics has no idea it exists. So the next time that you import Transformers, it's going to add a whole new copy of Transformers. We have to fundamentally change how we're tracking things. So we're going to track them at the barcode level. Um, and we're going to have to do a nightly update to make sure that barcode SKUs are tracked within Managed Comics better. Um, so yeah, those are all things we've got to do in order to get to multi-store. Um, multi-store allows more than one location on an account. It's one of our most requested features from new stores. It also allows us to select locations to import. So when you're importing a product, you could Im import it to different locations. We've got three different ways that you can do a multi-store. There's kind of isolated locations. There's a hybrid where you have one input and then you kind of federate all the content, the stuff out to the other stores. And then the third one is where each store gets treated entirely differently, has its own um, diamond accounts and everything. And, you know, e each piece of it is uh, different. So. There, it's a lot more complicated than what we kind of initially intended. Um, I've written a massive spec for multi-store, and it's it's crazy, crazy how uh, how complicated it is. Um, one of the big features of multi-store is that we'll have a reduced cost for a new physical location, so we won't be charging you know a full eighty bucks per location each additional uh, location. And we're going to look at, you know, it might be two locations are included in the first and then you you pay for each over two. Um, it really depends on how complicated all of this stuff ends up being because we have to maintain it. And it's the maintenance that is the part that, that kind of kills any software development. More reporting. This is one of the things that came out of Illuminati uh, that people want better reporting. Um, we want to be able to track sales after the fact better and sorting between return products and sales. So if somebody kicks something back out of their, uh, their subs list, um, track that a little differently than we do when you just uh, remove something from a list for another reason. Um, improving our initial order and FOC orders with sales data. We already have our order history. Um, getting that a little better integrated into the initial order and FOCs. And to do that, we may honestly have to start. So we don't actually bring a whole bunch of data into managed comics uh, where we can avoid it, but we may have to start storing a little more data so that we can do those things quicker. Because the other thing is we got to keep these pages fast. We could do anything. It's just, it might take like five minutes for a page to render and we don't want that to happen. Lightspeed integration has been pushed way back, um, basically because Lightspeed is so much more complicated than I had hoped. Uh, Lightspeed X is relatively straightforward. It has a direct path to Shopify. Lightspeed R is really, really complex. And um, my Lightspeed X account got disabled for some reason. So we have to do a lot of integration with Lightspeed to figure out why in the heck my Lightspeed account has been disabled. Um, and I, I've got a contact there. It's just, this is this is super hard. Um, so yeah, it's it's been pushed back to after multi-store because multi-store is super urgent. Pre-order prepayments is something that we've heard a lot about. Um, it's a big need in the industry. I think it's getting bigger. There's systems out there like Recharge and Global Pre-orders, but they lack some of the necessary features that you need. Uh, our core kind of things are you must be able to apply payments to an incoming product before it arrives and then actually zero it out when it arrives. Uh, we need to be able to track payment item, paid items and notified if an item is canceled. So from the distributor, we don't have a good way of uh, 
canceling an item that has been canceled at the distributor. If I pay for a hardcover and that hardcover gets canceled, then there has to be a way to get that credit back to me. We have to be able to credit the accounts when the item's account is canceled, also credit back the credit card when an item is canceled. And most importantly, because I don't want to go to jail, we have to re respect the state and international rules around prepayments. And these vary state to state and they vary country to country. Um, the most egregious one I can think of is like some countries, and I think some states, say that if you are reserving something, um, you can't you can't have it fully prepaid for more than 60 days in advance. Um, so we got to be super careful about that. And we're going to have to geofence some of these features to specific locations. We are going to work on revamping the front end pages. This has been on my list for ages. Um, I really want to improve and streamline the subscription list. As a managed comics customer who actually gets his comics from LA Moods here in London, Ontario, um, this page is the bane of my existence some days when I'm on my phone and I'm looking for something and I'd really like to make this better selfishly, but also, um, you know, we have 132, 100, sorry, 152 stores. Each store has a minimum of 100 customers. So we've got, you know, what's that, 15,000? customers. So as, as important as it is to address our 150 stores, we also have to be respectful for the 15,000 customers who actually use those stores. Um, adding more customization for an individual store to the main managed comics page. So I want to be able to allow you to select which distributors you want to showcase um, and hide distributors, but still have their products available for search and everything allow better featuring of monthly and FOC content and present more of a store's picks within managed comics. So if you want to highlight Transformers this month and Void Rivals and and I've got I've got Skybound on the brain right now. Uh, Ultimate Comics number one. You want to highlight those things, um, you should be able to do that somehow within managed comics. And finally, our BHAG. That stands for big hairy actionable goal i i think the a was uh, x-rated actually um it's a back issue module so it's a ambitious undertaking it is about as large as managed comics itself was originally it's a massive product catalog of every comic ever made we have the catalog we have to do some massaging to the data um we also want to build want lists a buy and sell um ability so a store can actually offer to buy something can also sell that thing have in-store credit rewards um, on the store side suggested buy and sell pricing hot lists stock alerts barcode generators and a smart way to get products into shopify quickly and efficiently without triggering any other you know thousand products a day um, triggers because you could have 10, 100,000 products sitting in your back issue catalogs and they're, you're not going to be able to get 100,000 products into Shopify in a reasonable amount of time. So we've got some ideas on how to kind of keep that stuff separate from your overall inventory, but still make it searchable, super robust. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of our hairiest, biggest goal. And I would like to have all of our catalog available to the world as well so that you know detective comics 1027 you'd be able to find all the stores that actually have that um and you can go to the individual stores and and purchase your your comics and stuff like that um that part is not nearly as important to me as making sure that we've got this massive database if we make it available on a front end for for users who can create want lists and stuff like that one of the big benefits of that would be that we could open source that that actual data and let them edit it as well. So I think it'd be super great to be able to have kind of build our own um, data catalog over time. One more thing. And if you got questions, now's the time to get them because I'm, I'm going to answer this one more thing.
It's just managed comics now. It's no longer managed comics 2.0 subscriptions. Um, in Shopify, it will be managed comics subscriptions. I have to do some finessing to the name before I can uh, release it. But um, yeah, we're going to call the old one managed comics classic. <clears throat> and by the end of 2024, we are going to officially shut down managed comics classic. I I'm confident it can make it through a year. I'm not entirely confident that it can go on indefinitely. Um, it's long in the tooth. There's, you know, security things that we probably need to to really hone in on. It's fine for now. But by the end of 2024, we will have complete feature parity with any features that are missing from Classic and be ready to uh, to move on. So, yeah, that's... That's our big plans. That's our big reboot. Our reboot is not only, um, it's not just, you know, the graphical stuff that we've changed. It's a massive revamp of kind of everything. And it starts with the, the Comet stuff and it ends with, you know, a whole, a whole new version of managed comics that will be the, uh, the big hairy goal of 2024 um yeah so that's it anybody have any questions i see see a couple things um at one point somebody said early on uh galactic quest asked purace doesn't post the invoice in time when month months roll over so when a um wednesday is on the first uh is there a workaround in managed comics to manually enter the books like normal to pull. So you could always check things in manually one at a time. You could use a CSV, but more importantly, you can also use the Penguin Random House pre-delivery reports on weeks like this. Um, we got an email or we got a message that said, tries to use the pre-delivery report, but nothing populated. That's odd because it worked for most folks. So I'd be curious to see what was on yours that looked differently. Um, yeah, so that's PDR reports. Nightmare the other day, but what would we do if Manchunk closed? <laughs> oh, we'll, we won't close. Uh, yeah, and Galactic Quest is looking forward to getting their second store active. I feel like Michael Morton from Time Travelers was talking about Lightspeed when he was sad. And Christina said, great projects on the horizon. Yeah, we're really excited about everything. And I think, uh, you know, it's going to be a good year. Um, I'm really excited about kind of wrapping up the stuff from this year. Michael was talking about Lightspeed. Yeah. So, Michael, if you're on X, it's a much easier project than if you're on R. Um, if I can get my X system running, then maybe we can, uh, can do more stuff um, with X. Uh, yeah, it's I can't develop for a system that I can't access, and unfortunately, I've not been able to access it. After managed comics classic shuts down, we have to shop sign up for Shopify to use the current managed comics. So the current managed comics is a Shopify only solution. Um, Dan, I think you're on Lightspeed R. Hopefully, between now and then, Lightspeed will have a path to X. I think you'd be happier on X as well. Um, but yeah, it, we could we could definitely uh, get you. So X and comes comes with Shopify. So you'd have uh, a Shopify site anyway. <clears throat> Planet says we delivered. You know what? I may have lost it in the shuffle of all the tickets I was working on this week. I apologize and I'll, I'll take a better look at it. Christina says when checking in books, I have had problems with advanced reader copies. Thank you. Issues not saving my fill in. So just learned about that recently. I think the fix is in QA. I'm positive the fix is in QA, actually. Um, I think I just have to get it approved. And it literally just got in QA. This is one of those things that's super hard for me to like replicate. Because every time somebody would send me something, it would now be in the database. What I think what was happening was if you saved it, 
it gets saved to the database, but it didn't know that it had been saved to the database, so it rejected it for your current invoice. So we Yeah, bug. If a user tries to add, create a product that doesn't exist, if it does ex not exist in our database, it cannot be created. So yeah, it's in QA right now and I just have to review it and it should be um, should be live this week. Uh, awesome, you guys are very responsive and it's really appreciative. Yeah, this is one of those ones that I, I haven't been able to figure out up until now, but we figured it out um, just a couple of weeks ago and, and got it resolved and there was there's just so much stuff in QA right now that I have to go through and do one final pass on before we promote it all. We promoted a bunch of stuff on the weekend and I was so busy with all the other stuff going on that I actually forgot to send out a release on what we produce what we Yeah, I think it was like I'll have to take a look. Um, there's four things that we put out this weekend and I forgot to write a thing. Chronic Culture says, good afternoon. Any news on a customer facing weekly pull of view? Um, not exactly right now. I, I know what you're looking for. We do have, so there's the weekly um, list of everything that's available. I think what you're looking for is like, what was pulled by that store. Yeah, we'll uh, look at that. And Christina also said the problem with ratios not showing as ratios on Marvel books, still a problem from their info entry. Yes. One of the problems with any data, especially from Marvel, is that we update the data twice a week. So if we overwrite that data with the proper info, when we update the data, it gets overwritten again. So, um, that's one of the unfortunate things about the way that we're updating stuff all the time is that it, if the publishers are consistently wrong about it, um, it doesn't get updated, but we are working with the publishers and the distributors to, um, you know, fix their data. And they've been working, they've been, they've been really good and like understanding what the needs are and why they need to, to change their stuff. So, yeah, it's uh, it's frustrating, especially when I pay a dude to fix the data and he fixes it. And then three days later, it gets unfixed because it's terrible. Uh, Owen asked, does Comet have a ratio variant field built in? Yes, it does. Um, for sure. Culture asked more like a filter on my subscription tab to show the books that I've subscribed to coming out that week. Oh, I see what you're saying. So for you as a subscriber, yeah, I I've got a whole ton of stuff that I want to do on the my subscriptions page, and, and that's definitely one of the things. How does everyone track and send up orders, or is there some on the approvals page where I can see if I've already committed? 125 we're approving the next <clears throat> that's a great question uh we don't have that right now but that's definitely something you know that's a great thing to go to roadmap.managecomics.com and request as a feature and then people can vote on the features and we can definitely add that kind of thing in the future but i think that would be really cool to be able to say hey you've already committed to one 125 now you need order 23 more copies in order to commit to this one in 25. Um, any other questions from anyone? I think that's going to do it this week. That was a long one. This one, one hour and one minute. Jeff, good to see you. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for your time, everyone. And, uh, you know, like always, Keep managing those comments. One of these days, I'm going to come up with a better closing thing than keep managing. But for now, that's what you get. You get keep managing those comments. We'll see you next time. <laughs>